I hope you didn't just hear that from Stefan, but okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> might, we might have had the best intro we've ever had there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just me and Stefan again this week. Um, so, it's the rule of two. We are the two kings. We yes. are in charge yeah. of this uh-huh. shit now. We are in charge of this shit for now, I should say, instead of now. Because uh, Jay is... No, we are in charge Baba. now. And yeah, we we are in charge now. We are the rulers. We are in charge, which yes. bodes well for nothing and no one, considering how much <laughs> we try to organise and it never gets done. Ah, uh, we're not that. Uh, okay, we are. Never mind. Yeah, oh, don't try and mangle your way out of it. We are. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna start in typical, uh, well, in typical us two fashion, by saying. I want to buy an island. So do Specifically I. because... Which one? Uh, there's a guy called Brendan Grimshaw. I love any name that's got Grimshaw or Grim or anything like that in. Uh, who purchased a Moyenne island off Seychelles. I'm, I'm, assuming it's fr- I'm assuming it's French or something. Yes, it is. It's the Seychelles, Kyle. <laughs> Why can't it? it just sounds like it's French for seashells? Just called seashells. It's the seashells. Uh, <laughs> he, he he bought it for eight thousand pounds and was its sole inhabitant from nineteen seventy three until his death in two thousand and twelve. Now eight thousand pounds in nineteen seventy three. I'm guessing was a shit ton of money. Stefan, can you do a bit of I a thought, conversion? I there? thought I thought you said eight hundred thousand. I was no, going to say, 8, I, I don't mean to be a dick, but I don't think we have the resources to buy eight, to spend £800,000. Especially considering in the 70s, that would have been a lot more than it is now. No, uh, I wish we had £800,000, because I would happily buy one. My contribution to working this out was just accidentally Googling 800 because I hadn't finished. Yeah, right. And when? when, when? Uh, 1973. Also, uh, to... Aiden's question. Uh, we like history because history is fucking awesome. That's why. Uh, history history not... is the best bit in the world. History is the reason I enjoyed school, honestly. A cumulative... So, 8,000 in 1973. 2022 is an average inflation rate of about 3.84% per year. Which is a total of five hundred and thirty-three point two two percent. So, in today's money, it's fifty thousand six hundred and fifty-seven pound. So, even then, th- still cheaper than a house. And thirty pence. And thirty pence, of course. So, even then, <laughs> it's still cheaper than it is for a house now. Like, I could, if that island was for sale, I could buy it for less than a house. Oh, which piss and shit. Like, Apparently, during his life, he managed to transform it, planting 16,000 trees and introducing 2,000 birds and 120 giant tortoises. He was offered $50 million for it, but declared it a national park instead. I don't know whether that's wise or stupid, because on the one hand, 50 million quid. On the other hand, by the time he was offered the 50 million, he might not give a shit, to be honest. Ooh, hold on. So the thing I did was dollars, but it's different in the UK. If, oh, because our, okay. our, our average inflation isn't um, 
three point odd percent, it's five point three six percent. So in the UK, it has a cumulative price increase of one thousand one hundred eighty-eight point six four percent. So eight thousand pound in nineteen seventy-three in today's money is one hundred three thousand pound and eighty-seven pence. Because fuck the UK and the shit economy. Yeah, that's true. Unless so you buy shit, and then yes, the UK and the shit economy. Because then it's worth more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's like the what is it like a few years ago i can't remember if it was last year or like five years ago or something it was either italy or spain or somewhere it might have been france actually they were selling houses there were it was a scheme by the government it was a really broad sweep they were they were selling <laughs> they were selling decrepit houses and uh villas and buildings for one euro or one dollar, oh, like Italy, I'm basically sure. cheapest chips. Yeah, I'm sure it's Italy. They were selling it for like one euro. On the, it was like a drive to reinvigorate the areas by saying, let's get people to just buy these houses for cheap and then build them up, and that way it saves us having to build them all up and spend taxpayers' money and stuff, while also giving someone a project to do, someone a place to live, all that sort of stuff. And a lot of expats and a lot of British people apparently decided. Fuck it, I'll do that. And some of the transformations are absolutely amazing. And then there's some of them where you can tell they've gotten there, realised what type of mistake they've made, and just went, fuck it, I only spent one quid, I'm fucking off. <laughs> I mean, I'd live in Italy for a quid, I don't care where it is. I live under a bridge. It's got to be better than the UK. I would happily buy, a, like, finding a job and all that sort of stuff, worth the trouble. I would learn. It, I would spend however many years it would take me to learn Italian, just to t- just to get a house for one pound, or wh- however much one euro is in British currency. I feel like it's like one pound seven pence or something. I'm sure their economy is a bit better than ours. No, your pounds worth a bit more than a. The 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 pound, Kyle, is always worth, or generally is always worth a little bit because we're economy itself is shit. I see. I, I thought so the I know pound, a pound was, is roughly. I thought the pound compared to euro was a bit weak. No, it's so. It's. I'm. I'm sure. I'll. I'll look. I'm going to look in a second. I'm sure that. Um, give or take. A uh, dollar, uh, a US dollar is usually worth between sixty and seventy pence. Um. So our currency is quite strong compared to the dollar, and I'm sure that the euro it's about ninety pence ish. Or I could be wrong. Ah. As of the twenty fifth of February, so today, uh, sorry, that's cheating. I'm as going of, up past information. Uh, oh shit! It's uh, one nineteen. <laughs> yeah, it's one nineteen. So the euro is actually better okay. than the pound. Is, is, does that make it better? I can't remember how it works. Whether if it's worth more in a different currency, it's more powerful. Better because it's, it's worth, worth more. Less than... Right. Oh, okay. No. So no, no, I was no. That's right. It's worse because. Oh no, you fools. You fools. The it's... internet's deciding. Susie, we've just looked it up. Sorry. It, it's like 119. So the euro is actually better than the pound. No, it's now. not. She's it right. Not? That's what I was saying. The chat is correct. What? 84p pound sterling is, is a euro. So it's right what I was saying. So oh, I was because it was it one way. euro, it was one pound. I was so converting it's, it the other way. Yeah, so whatever's the smaller uh, numbers, the better currency, because it's literally like our pound is worth more, it's worth one euro 
2019. Fair do. I apologise. I'm just I'm boring this country. <laughs> you see, I've, I want to go to Japan. Just... I'll be a billionaire. I mean, you will, but at the same time, you'll need those billions just to be able to buy anything. Yeah, I'm not sure it works how it does in my head. Susie cheated. She asked Alexa. Damn it! No, I, I know that. <laughs> I know that's that. Not cheating, um... That's just being smarter than us. <laughs> Let's see if I can sort of Alexa. Alexa, hello. Tell a joke. Sorry to anybody if that actually works. Susie, let us know if that worked. Um, the pound is only 100, 154 yen. Right, considering a thousand yen, like, I'm pretty sure it's something like a hundred yen is what we would call a pound. Like, a hundred yen is... Yeah, I'm sure a hundred yen is, is basically pounds. Like, you spend a thousand yen on stuff yes yes i think like if we were to buy a 15 pound meal over there it would be like 15 20 000 yen or something like that i'm not too i can't remember how it works but it's really it's really mad the increments that it goes up to like you do end up spending millions of yen on cars and stuff like that hold on we need to go back to oh i can't um, i love japan i am highly interested in japan but i have never been able to fully understand how much things are in comparison just because you build hear a time things machine, on TV build a time machine and go back to the 1st of October 1982 and then go to Japan why, how much was it worth 455.59 yen <laughs> ok, one where the fuck have you found that out from two, wouldn't that uh, mean wouldn't that mean we would have to do pound like sterling, not sterling uh, we would have to do um Oh, what the fuck are they called? You, go you know what to... I mean? The old currency. Before we had sterling. You know what the I mean? Cu- Do you want us to work it out? Right, Our old on. currency. Guineas and stuff like that. That's the ones. Guinea is one pound. auctions guineas because you'd pay X amount of guineas. The sale would be in pounds and the the auctioneer would take the shout for his commission. But that's irrelevant. I've diverged. Today right, hold on, diverged, Kyle, but... This is what you do. You get just... a time machine. Right. Get your calculator. I mean, I want a time machine. I want a time machine anyway. One second, yes, I'll get one up. Yeah, currently. You've got a calculator up. <laughs> I've got a calculator up. Hold on. So you, you, you take, say, £100... Yeah, you get your right. time machine, you go back to when the yen was weakest. So you go back to the 15th of October 1982. Is So put this in your calculator, 400.45. Yes. Yep, yeah. and times that by 100. So this is what you get for your £100. This is how many yen? 45,845. Right, you come to. I mean, I feel like we could have figured that out without a calculator. It's just adding two zeros onto the end of the original number. Yeah, but you need to have it in your store for this. Right. Okay. Right. Uh... hundred and. Then you come. You get in your back in your time machine with that money, and you come to. What the fuck was that? One twenty-seven. 
Uh, the 19th of October 2016. Right, okay, why? Well, it was 127.09, so you divide that by 127.09. 127.09. So you convert a bat into pounds. £360.72. There you are. Three times the amount of money. I mean, time machine stock trading is the way forward. Just t- time machine anything is the way forward. If you if you go in a time time machine and go far enough back, you can get the fucking gold coins from the Viking era and just go right here. You go, I'll have that for two thousand pounds. Oh, right, by the way, I've got a million more. Hello, hello, hello. Want my DNA test on here? When I you know when I did okay. my oh you go. Yeah. It's fine, my mother just walked in, she's just gotten back. Um, <sighs> yes, we can hear. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? You threw it Oh, right, yeah, so I'm, I'm not talking about my DNA thing in here, but I did. This is why, this um, is uh, why nothing gets English done. and Scandinavian. Northern English oh. and Scandinavian, so you are a true northerner. A Viking, well, my Viking ancestry. But yeah, literally eighty-five percent of my DNA is Northern English and Scandinavian, so it's quite good to find out. Also, a little bit Balkan, which apparently only five percent of the UK has Balkan DNA. I don't know how much that. Because we went to war and invaded them. No, so I looked into that. Actually, it turns out when the Roman Empire was coming across here, there was a small detachment, a company that was made up of uh, fighters. Uh, from the Balkans that the Romans had already been in Congad. There was a small detachment of Balkans that came over and settled uh, that was there basically to stop the Scottish being dickheads and they kind of settled in the north of England and that's where that DNA possibly comes from. Or it could have been from when the Vikings went across all of Europe raping everybody. So, you know, it's touch so, and go. You know, either or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either or, whichever works. <laughs> Hey Christ! And I thought, I know, you know, if, if 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 Viking ancestry is part of my DNA, then I should learn Viking language. But I, it's really hard to learn Old Norse. I mean, it's really hard to learn Old <laughs> English. Never mind Old many... Norse. That's on it. <laughs> no, I can imagine there's not. I mean, I'm pretty sure German. you can learn how to write the runes. You, you can learn to yeah, write the runes, and then you can do Viking magic. And I'll do that with my calligraphy. Is I'll sit there and calligraphy the runes. I, mean, I don't think it, it gives you magic. accidentally make a spell, who's going to care? Hmm. This is the thing. Like, the every, everything, that's, everything that's ever connected to magic is always done in an old language. It's always done in a dead language or something like Latin and all, all that sort of stuff. And I understand it's because back in the olden days, people used to just go, we don't understand what it is. Fuck it, it's magic. Same way that you explain electricity. Fuck it, it's magic. But No, it's, like, yeah, electricity doesn't exist. It's the only form of magic I'll accept. Electricity is magic. It doesn't exist. But, like, what if we are completely and utterly wrong and... Like, centuries ago, when people spoke Latin, they could cast spells. It's just the fact of nobody fucking speaks Latin anymore, apart from the Pope. 
And even he doesn't it, actually understand that he just reads it from a book. You know the whole... I don't understand what that is, so it's magic that we did for Central Science was just go ahead and use properly. And we just burned people at the stake, accusing them of witchcraft and wizardry whenever we felt like it. Oh, now, yeah. that was just the good times, but that's irrelevant. Is that, <laughs> the, is that is the modern day equivalent of that Americans just saying everything's aliens when they don't understand it? Yes, exactly. It is indeed. Or it's the equivalent of... Um... You're... You're lagging like a bitch. Oh, yeah. I see you're the one lagging like a bitch for me. And you've also got a time uh, delay of whenever you apply to us, you're about a second after. <laughs> yes, yeah, so One of you. us has connection problems. Right, problems. right we'll carry on. It's never stopped before. I know. <laughs> We've always had issues. It's just now they're coming to fruition. Yep. You have complete your video is completely frozen away, so I'm blaming you. My video is still fine. You freeze everyone's more. You see, this is we're just gonna keep going like a married couple and say it's your <laughs> fault. No, it's my fault. No, it's, it's I both everyone agree it's Jay's fault because he's not here. Yes, it's Jay's fault. He's not here, so he can't host connection or anything, so it's all his fault. Also, my hair is just doing what the fuck it likes. Definitely been on a delay because he's in Indonesia. Yeah, you've just went down to one bar for me, so... One bar's all you need. One bar is all you need. Anyway. There, when there, we're meant to be talking anyway. about something, we've got a short... We've got a we are meant to uh, talk about host, many yeah. things, <laughs> and we always forget. Okay, I want to talk about some video games. Okay. Part one... Is because it's interesting and scientific and sort of goes on the whole thing of like the magic of the world. Part two is just so I can have a rant. Uh, it's it's gonna this is gonna be an argument, isn't it? Actually, well no, we agree on most games, so this shouldn't no, be too bad. This is going to be me and you agreeing on something purely in principle of we enjoy games and the people that I am going to argue with say they enjoy games, but seem to be the worst people in the world to do anything with games with. Twitch streamers. I don't know if any of them are <laughs> Twitch streamers. I feel like they're all too bad at games to actually be Twitch streamers. Alright, so it's not just outright arsiness, it's stupidity as well. Yeah. We've got nothing against Twitch streamers. Other than the fact that we are streaming on Twitch currently, so, you know. Oh, hi. Hi, Twitch. Yes. And other people. We've got one person watching on Twitch. Probably Jay. Probably not anymore. Because apparently we put Penelope to sleep with our bullshit. Yeah, I would go to sleep if I was listening to us. Thanks. I love the vote of confidence there, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm go- I'm going to talk about, right, there's a game, I can't remember how long it's been out. But it's a VR okay. experience, so it can't be that old. Uh, and it's it's called Home, and it was released by the BBC. So, fuck knows how much it costs. It probably costs about a million pound per month just to be able to fucking use it. But it gives you the perspective of what it's like doing a spacewalk from the International Space Station. See, it gives you the VR experience of what it's like being on the ISS... You can have a wonder about it, and then it takes you on a spacewalk and it shows you what it's like being on a spacewalk from the ISS. You have to actually hold on to the bars and 
disconnect and all that sort of thing, and you've got your little jump boosters and bits and I mean, pieces. that does sound cool, to be honest. Uh, it looks, do, it, it looks amazing. Rift. I don't yeah. know if there's a, then a charge to use this. I mean, it it's a game, so it usually costs money just to buy it anyway, but, like, yeah. BBC loves subscription stuff, so... Fuck knows. But not the... Um, it looks really good. I've seen a couple of videos of it. I've seen someone who's scared of heights do it, which is absolutely hilarious, because the entire time he just drops to the floor and ends up sweating like mad. But no, it... Like, it does, that it does that say that comfort level intense. Well, yeah. This, that's the amazing thing. I love VR stuff. Despite the fact I've got no VR stuff. But I love the idea of it. But I love the idea of it being used in this way, not just for video games, but for things like showing you what it's like going on a spacewalk from the ISS or showing you what it's like being in a research submarine going into the depths of the ocean or like what it's like to be a deep sea diver. I love the idea of those types of experiences. I'm going to find that out anyway when I beat that Frenchman's record. Yep. But I love the idea that you can do this sort of thing, and maybe one day it'll be in every educational institution where they'll just have a VR area, and kids will be able to go in there and just see what it's like doing this job. They can see what it's like being an astronaut. They can see what it's like being a deep-sea diver. They can see what it's like being anything. I mean, we had someone come to my workplace... Uh, it was to do with apprenticeships, and they had a VR thing of someone welding. Like, you you would weld in VR to see what it was like welding something together for... Uh, I can't remember if it was, like, car or just pieces of iron or whatever, but it was like a VR experience, one of those mini VR experiences, where you can see what it's like doing stuff. You know when I got my qualifications for welding? Yep. I went in and wasn't allowed to touch the hot stuff for a little while till I, unless, till I was basically trustworthy and understood and vouched that I wasn't going to burn stuff for the hot stuff, then I was just given the hot stuff and told not to burn things, and they hoped I would. So the old school good way? Yes. Yes. Get that, pull way. that trigger, keep your fingers out the way of it, don't look at the flame, don't blind people. Don't weld people, don't weld things too. <laughs> what what I learned you could do is don't weld weld something. people. So, <laughs> weld a metal bar to someone's workbench that sticks out of the welding booth. Right, and then when they're doing their test piece and they're welding, you then grab the metal bar and pull their whole workbench out from in front of them, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> one why? Two, why how do you know that? And three, how did you pass your course? <laughs> I I was good at welding when I wasn't fucking around. Okay, uh huh. That's how I had the time to fuck around. <laughs> This is exactly why whenever we talk about making a workshop or owning a workshop or anything like that, I am not trusting you with any sort of welding (laughs) while I am in the fucking vicinity. No one trusts me with anything that requires power, to be honest. (laughs) Anything with electricity. (laughs) Not even electricity, just power in general. Uh, I'll set up a treadmill and you can be the generator. Deal. I could deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's not the top of Stefan's t-shirt. You can see that it's just the bottom. It's just the fact that he's belly. It's fuck off. <laughs> I'm wearing I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt because I'm comfy and I'm in my pajamas. I mean, to be fair, it does look like a cool cool t-shirt. It is. It's got a dinosaur on it. I'm and then wearing it says, one... the animal kingdom that lived 
breathed and was extinguished. You see, I saw something interesting the other day. It was just one of those meme pieces where it's a one-page comic. And yeah. it was it was the um it was a picture of dinosaurs in a spacecraft saying, Let's hope the monkeys didn't touch anything. <laughs> I love Stuart Chilly art. I feel like if that <laughs> happened, it would be so brain boggling to every scientist and person out there, like, holy shit, the dinosaurs managed to get space travel and then they've come back and realized, fuck the monkeys have evolved. <laughs> I did read a study, um, basically loads of people in America think that humans coexisted with dinosaurs at some point in history. I mean, aren't the timelines a bit dodgy where we did coexist with a form of dinosaur? It was like a form of Look, animal Look, if you want to was... be pedantic, if you want to be pedantic, all lizards and chickens are descendants of dinosaurs, birds did exist at the time of the dinosaurs. And Komodo dragons and crocodiles are pretty much unchanged since the time of the dinosaurs. Because but why actual, would you think I'm, I'm on about, not broken? I'm on about a lot of Americans think that we were running around avoiding T-Rex. No, no, we, we were around long after that, but it was like... We'll ignore the, the 300 million year time period or whatever it was in between that, but apparently, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we... Put this way, Americans, and anybody else that believes that, if we were running around trying to avoid T-Rexes and raptors and stuff like that, do you really think the human race would have survived considering <laughs> half of the human race decided, oh shit, there's a worldwide pandemic. Fuck it, I'm going out for a beer. <laughs> or I'm not going to wear a mask because it goes against my values of I don't want to cover up my face. Apparently, Art likes Stuart Tilio. Yeah, we. I feel like any. Apparently, any northern. Uh, sorry, Susie, I'm going to show you up on the screen. Uh, so, apparently, any northern accent, like Scottish or anything, I recommend putting subtitles on because it gets so confused. The subtitles are designed for American voices. So if you have Scottish, Irish, Welsh, or Northern, it's just, it doesn't understand anything we say. It just it doesn't fucks everything yeah. up. It doesn't understand proper English. It only understands the half-assed English. That so doesn't make sense. It only understands the Queen English, my dear sir, which means it only understands the, understands the pompous English, which no fucker actually speaks. Do you watch the program that I sent you? Because everyone on that is proper English. You need to watch that. No, well. right? No, because uh, I was I was practicing my calligraphy just to be proper English there. That's fine. There is nearly sixty-five million years between people uh, appearing on Earth and dinosaurs dying out. Uh, I had I do have the actual site here, but it won't fucking load because you know why didn't that? Oh, hold on. Of course, it has now. Or hasn't. Come back to us. <laughs> I'll come back to you. Okay. So I'll I'll go on to my rant. Hold on a second. I need to find it's the caption. On. You bastard. It's <laughs> just not my fault. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, it doesn't actually. Oh. Never mind. No. Basically, the United mind. States. Loads of loads of people think that um 
there's a high. It's like thirty odd percent of Americans think that uh, dinosaurs and humans coexisted at some point in history, even though there's a pretty clear sixty-five million year gap between. I mean, it depends which age group they asked, because I'm I can't remember when it was, but I'm sure twenty percent or like a certain percentage of people think that Guy Fawkes was the guy that invented forks. Was he not? It could have. And just stupid shit like that. Like, I mean, we've got people that believe the Queen of England is a lizard person and is immortal. Yeah, I'm not having that. I mean, she, she, she is immortal. People, which is there is a lot of people person. that think things like Finland exists and stuff like that. <sighs> I'm and just going to. Pigeon, no. And that pigeons are birds and. Pigeons are birds. Fuck you. They're not the drones. <laughs> Don't start all this shit again. <laughs> I'll get the diagram back up. Don't fucking dare. They've got wireless charger now, Kyle. They're getting advanced. Be aware. Oh, fuck's sake. Anyway, I'm going to move on to my rant. Just because... Why do you think they get some time? So listen to your conversations. Because they're like stealing chips, that's why. Yeah, that's, that's seagulls, man. You see, you're confused. You're being brainwashed. No, pigeons love stealing chips as well. <laughs> they specifically target anything from Greg's as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's true. Some of them are seagulls that's been painted. They're the ones that eat the chips. For fuck's sake. You Susie, need don't that, encourage me. for that. It makes sense. Susie, <laughs> I'm putting it up. For anybody listening to the, podca- for, to the podcast version... Someone's just put up saying only some of them are drones. It tro- it throws off suspicion. I cannot speak this week. It's true. I do feel like I've got a little bit of chips. a Seagulls nick chips, so they're the seagulls. When they're little baby seagulls, paint some of them like pigeons. Every bird nicks chips. Did you see that thing where so- someone thought they found a rare the bird controls? and they called it animal control and it wasn't. It was just a seagull that ended up getting covered in paint. Uh, no, but why am I not surprised? No. I right. want to run at something. You know how I, was, I said there was two <laughs> things for games? Yes. <laughs> the second thing, because right. we've, we've had the marvellous part of the game and world where you've got like, you can walk in space and you can be in deep sea. Now we're going to go to the stupid part of gaming in the gaming world, which is gaming journalists. Why the fuck are they so bad at every single game they play to the point where they make every game sound shit? And then as soon as you pick up the game and play it, you realise the game is actually fucking amazing and whoever played it just had no fucking common sense whatsoever or had no gaming like sense and didn't know what they were doing. Like, Goat Simulator, or, like, game, open world, there's open world games where they don't have a quest log, such as the Soul series, or, like, the Bloodborne, or something like that. I'm sure they don't have a quest log or something. And loads of game journalists say, oh, it's terrible, it's bad, why doesn't it have this? This is a staple of the games. It's like, because it's a fucking staple of the games, so we are doing something different. Fuck you. That's why. Or like, I agree with that, but also the, sometimes people are just stupid. Like, uh, uh, if people have to be guided through things sometimes. There's someone I watch on YouTube, and I watch all of his videos, and I absolutely love his channel. I've uh, been a follower for years since he first started. And a lot of the stuff he does, uh, 
is brilliant. But then every now and then he'll be playing it through a game, he'll be playing a new game, and he'll be I've I've never played the game, but I'm looking and he does. I'm like, no, what? no, don't do that, do that, do that. You can see what he's doing is wrong, and he'll still continue to just. And then people tell him in the comments, and then the next video will do the same problem again. And it's like, no, learn. Yeah, I know because it, it's not that... telling him do this. And he's That's not. The I'm not. I'm not shitting on him because he's awesome. But yeah, there's people loads of people that a bit just dense. don't <laughs> do common sense. Don't do problem solving themselves or anything mm. like that. Like, there's some articles on games where they'll complain about the stupidest things. Like, there's some some of them where they'll give a game a terrible rating just because its graphics are terrible. But then when you play the game. It's absolutely amazing. No one cares that the graphics are bad because it's got a fantastic storyline and it's got gripping gameplay. But because it doesn't have the AAA game graphics, they'll throw it under the bus and say, oh, it's not worth buying. But Can I uh, offer an argument is. to the direct antithesis, the, the exact opposite side of that coin, is that I find occasionally that a game will get an amazing rating. It's so up to date. It uses the newest like in graphics technology, and it's absolutely awesome, and it looks like a gorgeous game. But you play it, and the actual playing and the game mechanics of it and how it feels to play it's just shit. But it gets good because it looks great, and the story quite good. Well, fair enough, that's two elements of it. But the game itself to play is like clunky and doesn't work properly. Yeah. I mean... It's the weird... Or I know play as well, do... but the story should. I know there's like... like Cash 22 things where like sometimes you're just stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Like Cyberpunk had... It was... Everybody was raving about it and then it came out and it was glitchy and loads of people were really disappointed. But honestly, I don't give yeah. a shit about the glitches because Skyrim is still re-releasing itself and is still glitchy as fuck and people love that game. If you can love, if you can enjoy the game, I don't care if there's a few glitches here or there. I don't care. Listen, if... nothing like, could climb a mountain like a Skyrim horse. Nothing could climb a mountain like a Skyrim person just hopping up the side of a cliff. Yeah, but if you get stuck, you can always get the horse because that can go that's... better. It's a four wheel drive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the one thing that everybody does now in video games that that it introduced a new staple of the old staple was. Is there a waterfall? Yes. Is there anything behind it? Then it was, where can I find the edge of the map? Can I swim? Can I do this? Can I do that? And then Skyrim introduced, there's a mountain there. Can I climb it? The answer was always yes. Well, most of the time it's yes. And sometimes you can get halfway up and then there's an invisible wall saying, why the hell are you doing this, you idiot? There's nothing up here. <laughs> or what's more common is you get to a bit that's a little bit steep and then you fall off a horse and die. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just end up completely flying off the other side, not realising because you're, you're just so... Your brain is turned off and you're just constantly spamming the jump button or you're constantly spamming the run button and you just launch yourself off the other side even when you reach the top because you didn't realise. <laughs> Which is always fun until you realise, oh shit, there's fall damage. Yeah, fall damage is a bitch. It well, is. It's necessary for a realistic, uh, enjoyable game. Makes yeah. think about what you're doing. After you die three games, do the same stupid thing. It's like, I love games that try new things and try <laughs> different things and completely change the way like, you perceive something. But sometimes you'll look at a game and you'll look at... The, like, I've stopped looking at reviews for games purely because a lot of the reviews and a lot of the like 
uh, articles written by game journalists will just absolutely shit on a game that looks really good to me and then when i play it i'll absolutely love it and i'll be sitting the entire time think like expecting something to fuck the game up i'll play through the entire game expecting something to go wrong expecting there to be some massive bug or something because i've heard about it from all these other people and then it'll just never arrive or i'll buy a game because it all the journalists and everybody have said, oh, it's an amazing game, it's fantastic, you have to buy this game, it's a must-see game of 2020 wank splat, whatever, and then <laughs> it's just the worst game I've ever played in my life, and I end up playing, I, I can either end up playing a little bit of it, or I'll try and power through, and I'll play through the entire game, and I'll get to the end, and I'll be sitting there going, can I have my time back, please? Can I have my money back, please? Because that was just a waste. That, like, I yeah. don't. I have no enjoyment in this. I've played the... it just to see if there is something at the end that makes it worthwhile, and then nothing came. Well, the storyline's so linear and boring that you do it within a matter of a few days, and it's just been like, oh, what's the point? And then, and then on the other side, that coin, there'll be a game where you ignore for ages because it's apparently a bit shit and it's buggy and it's glitchy and it does this and it does this. Eventually, you download it and play it or buy it, and you think, oh well, you know, it's only a fiver because it's like four year old or whatever. Game, and you just think, well, why didn't I get this when it came up? Yeah, a good good one. This is a uh, like Call of Duty. Like people constantly, all the game reviewers and stuff will constantly go, "Oh, it's a fantastic game. It's a brand new game. It's AAA. It's all this sort of shit." Problem is, AAA studios are usually the worst offenders for put, bringing out shit stuff purely because they don't need to sell a game. They just need to sell a name. Exactly, it's all like Call of Duty is so bad. It is so bad. It is so. Like, I play it all the time. I'm not shitting on it and saying as someone who just doesn't <laughs> like it and doesn't like the franchise and that. I love Call of Duty. Black Ops and Black Ops Two were the absolute peak of Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare, the original, the fourth Call of Duty. Call of Duty World War Two was a decent game. Most of Modern Warfare and Black Ops have been different games. The Advanced Warfare's were shit. All this like fucking spacesuits and like stupid powers that you'd never have an exoskeletons and that was wank and then it, it got a bit better later on and now we're at the point where it's pretty much just fortnite if you like but it's yeah. call of duty so it's more realistic than that and that's fine the whole battle royale thing's a big thing at the minute and i quite enjoy playing it and that i, I enjoy the game itself but it's so frustrating and buggy and laggy and glitchy and shit and they don't do anything to fix things and the buff guns I don't need buffed and the nerf guns I don't need nerfed and now it's cross-play and nobody, no console player wants cross-play with PC because it's so fucking annoying because 95% of all fucking cheaters are PC gamers. 95% of all the people caught cheating are cheating only in a complete irreverence when you're trying to play on console and there's some wanker on PC cheating. And, and, and that that you might feel like as a PC player, well, it happens all the time. Seriously, when you're playing on console, it never happens. It very, very rarely happens because it's just so much less accessible to cheat on console and get away with it. And then, you know, Call of Duty, like you said, it's on the name. A Treyarch or, you know, Infinity Ward or whoever the, whoever's going to release the next um, Call of Duty game could literally have a shit in a box and call it a Call of Duty game and people would still buy it for 70 quid. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, where that's another thing is the price of games. Games are becoming less and less accessible purely because of the fucking price. Don't, when don't. when we grew up, they were about twenty quid. 
Like I remember going to a shop and getting a game for twenty quid, or I remember going, I remember going with my granddad on a day trip to Edinburgh and buying the first Assassin's Creed game for a fiver. No, Kyle, you're gonna set me off hey. on another one. Are you ready? Good. I understand. I like rants. The technology changes. I understand that more goes into it. Game files get bigger. You use different technology to products to store it on the disc. It uses different this. You know, you you run it on better systems. It's got better graphics. It's got better gameplay. It's got way better like physics engines and stuff like that. I understand that that is going to create a higher cost. I remember, like Kyle said, when games were like a fiver and shit. PS one, PS two, twenty, thirty quid uh, for a brand new game when it first came out. Xbox three sixty, PS four era, uh, PS three era was like maybe it's forty quid, forty five quid for a new game. Xbox One and stuff like fifty to sixty quid, you know, and then the current gen is like seventy, eighty quid for a game. That I understand, I'm fine with. But what the fuck happened to buying a game for whatever it costs? And I don't care here, so I'll use a baseline of thirty quid. A brand new game is out, thirty quid. You buy it. You've got the game. You can do everything you can ever do with that game. You've got everything that is available as content on that game. Why the fuck do we now have to pay seventy quid for a game? That you can only use half the stuff on because everything else is behind a paywall. F- fucking EA in that actions. If I was Putin, I would bomb EA headquarters. That's what I'll do. Leave Ukraine alone. Get rid of EA because their microtransactions are off the fucking chain. Every single fucking game you buy from EA, you don't even get past the start menu before it's trying to sell you shit. Fuck off, I've already bought the game. Give us a shit anyway. I paid 60 quid for this. Give us all the shit that's on it. And then the update are... We'll update this one now. We'll update. It's been out two months, and everybody stopped making money. On, we'll stop making money on it. So we'll update it. But you have to pay to get this in the update. Fuck you. No, fuck I've, off with I've, games I've, passes and microtransactions. Just give I me the game that I buy with, with everything available on it. Don't add shit halfway through the game's life just to try and make sell more money. You're making enough I, anyway. I absolutely agree with that. Like I understand. DLC have been around for years, and if they actually add something to the free game, DLC. That, that's that's fine. Like free free DLC, or like every gamer, if they get a free DLC, it is like Christmas because it's adding something to the game that usually it's something that the players have asked for, or it's something that just makes the game more. It's an extra mission. It's like an extra little side mission thing that you can do or, that or, you don't or, need or to do, or you can go and do it. Yeah, or it's a, well, sorry that this has been an issue, but we've patched it, and since we've, we've patched it, we've also got got you this in the download, so that, you know, it's a little something for your patience. Yeah, absolutely fantastic, but it's the games where they'll decide, oh, we're going to give you, we're going to bring out this DLC, it's one extra mission and one extra skin, but we're going to charge you 40 quid for it, because why the fuck would you ever want to charge someone 40 quid for one mission and one thing or like even just 20 quid like i would i refuse to understand or even try to figure out why people would pay more than two pound for a dlc which is just a skin or even just pay for it at all why would you i think like i I can understand games bringing out dlc to update games and add more to it so that you can get extra missions and stuff like i've got a game where they added a dlc where there's an entire new storyline that you can do on the side and it introduces a pet companion and stuff and that dlc is about 10 15 quid 
That's fair enough. It's a brand new arc in that game, but it's not a full game on its own. It's still attached to that game. You still have to have the original game. It's just an it's, arc. It's that, more it's a like brand a, new arc a, a, that's a micro game onto it. Yeah. It's like a sort of mini game within the game. You can play as a like different character. Like in... expansion packs. Yeah, you play as a different character. You do this little arc, which has like got five or six missions in it. But it expands the lore of the game. It expands you understand the game. And it gives you more to do. And it means in the actual game, you can have an animal companion because the side quests sort of allow you to, to gain that. And it adds in a new skill. That's perfectly fine because it actually adds something to the game. But... It's still only 10, 15 quid. It's not a ridiculous, oh, we've, we've charged you 60 quid for this game. Now we're going to charge you another 40 quid for this DLC. Yeah, I think if you're paying upwards of 40 to 50 quid or more a game, there is no way on this fucking earth that you should then have to pay another 30 for a season pass. That basically means you get the DLC free, which means that game's really been 70 quid, but it's been a con just so that you don't have to pay £10 every time a DLC comes out for the next 12 months and end up costing 150 quid for the game. It, it's fucking stupid. It's moronic. If you sell someone a game, any downloadable content that comes out after that, whether it's a patch or an update or an extra mission or an extra skin or an extra vehicle or gun or character or whatever the fuck it is, should be free. They have bought the game. They have paid your company for use of that game. You can give them the other bits attached to it. Like the the only way I accept if you do paid DLC or if you do paid skins or microtransactions is if your game is free. Like if you release a game for free exactly, from the start yes. and you can pay, an you can exception. play the game for free, then I will be perfectly fine if you want to try and charge people something for buying a skin or by buying a DLC or something like that. That's fine, because the original game was free, and that's okay. You're not trying to suck the money over it. But like we're saying, when it's the game is already 60, 70 quid by itself, and then you're trying to charge the price of a whole new game just for added shit to your game, that is when you need to rethink your fucking whole life, basically. Like, that is yeah. when you need to stop being a money-grabbing bastard. Because that's all it is, it's greed, the money ground. It is. like Which is annoying. People, And it's always the bigger could... companies that don't need the money that do it. Exactly. The smaller companies, it's always the bigger companies. If you look at any of the games made by smaller companies, because they need the player base and because they need the good, like, everybody to know that they are doing this for the players. And usually it's made by people who want to play these games as well. It's made... The smaller companies are people that want to make the game. They want to make the game because they want to play it themselves. It's something that they've wanted to play, but have seen that it's not on the market. So they've decided, okay, we're going to make it for you so that you can play it along with us. They're the companies that are usually the best because they'll release a game, you'll buy it once, and then they'll, if they patch something or if they release additional content... It'll usually either be cheapest chips or it'll be free because they know it's just making the game better. They don't, they don't try and steal your money. They don't just grab your money off you. They understand that you've already bought the game. You just want to play the game. It's the big companies that have no soul left in the game. They don't care whether the game is fun to play or good to play or whether or not 
someone has poured a hundred plus hours into designing this one singular level in the game. They don't give a shit about any of that. They just go, this isn't a lot of cash cow. Let's just try and make as much money over as possible. And that is the worst part of the gaming industry. And it's in other industries as well, but it's one of the worst parts of the gaming industry. Can I give you an absolute perfect example and actually name a game in it? Yes, go ahead. So this came out, uh, I've got the initial release date, yes, 25th of March 2013. It wasn't really publicised and stuff like that. I remember playing it about 2015-ish on the PC. Completely free download still is today. It's called, you'll have heard of it, it's called Warframe. Yeah? Yes. Right. I've still got a friend who plays it. Yes, Warframe is a completely free-to-play game. It's a good little fun kind of game. It's a little first-person shooter, and it is completely free-to-play. I played it for about a year, never paid a penny for it. Every single thing in that game is unlockable by playing the game. You could have it and play it for free and never put a money in, a penny into it. If you want to unlock things early that you wouldn't unlock and stuff like that, there are microtransactions on it. But it's because the game's free. You, if you put enough grind into it, you can get you can basically unlock everything for free. So you've got the choice of putting the hours and unlock it for free as you're playing the game, or pay to kind of skip a bit and kind of pay to not play the game, which is a bit weird. But I get that some people want stuff they don't want to work like wait for it or they might be excited by the love of this thing so they want that it, there was no the microtransactions are purely optional you do not have to buy anything to play the game other than obviously whatever system you're running on and playing it on and then on the other side of it you've got you've got uh, you know multi-billion or trillion pound companies and uh, this is this is uh, the publisher is Digital Extremes so Digital Extremes are one of the world's top development studios. Um, but they... they uh, yeah, so Interactive Entertainment, sorry. So they could have made money from it. They could have released it as a 30-quid game with loads of microtransactions. They didn't. Nothing is hidden behind a paywall. You've got, But you've got companies that have got games that are the absolute staples of the gaming world franchises like call of duty fifa these are some of the worst offenders the games are so expensive they are charging you so much to release exactly the same game fifa do you know what i'll go i'll go in on ea in general ea sports is the biggest rip off on the planet right every single year it doesn't matter what sport you like now basketball american football ice hockey cricket football or soccer if you're american but you know what i mean that's right every single year you get exactly the same game with minimal tweaks you get updated kits for your teams you get the rosters or the lineups or however you'd want to say that changed right so it's updated it is something that it can and frequently throughout the season is done in very very small updates that take a couple of minutes to download it's literally saying right that player doesn't play for them anymore the player there and that kit's different Right, but yet you pay every single year without fail fifty or sixty quid or more for these games. That is exactly the same as it was the year before, and the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that. And people keep buying them, and then they add things in as a paywall behind a paywall. So you, ha- you know, it's it, it's it's fucking stupid. It's so it, fucking it stupid. Is... It is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, there's, I've played 
Like this is this has just turned on us shitting on the gaming industry. There are magnificent companies <laughs> out there. I love some there of the are. gaming companies out there. Like there's some of them where they are just saints to gamers. They'll release a game, and then, like Stefan said, games like Warframe and stuff like that. You can play that the game. That was just an example nothing, that I remember personally to me. Yeah, but th- there's there's loads of games that I've played as well where everything you can unlock either by grinding the game or if you want to unlock it a little bit early you can pay two or three quid for this skin or a pound for this skin that sort of thing you're not forced into buying it it's optional it's the games where they force you to buy things that we are shitting on it's the games that force you to spend more and more money every single fucking time for the same shit i mean i like when I when I relax, I just want to play some video games or watch a movie or anything like that. It, it's like watching a film, and you're forty five minutes in, and then it decides, okay, now we're going to charge you another twenty pounds to see the ending of the film. Why? Yeah. But that's exactly what it feels like with a lot of games. There's some games out there where even if you finish the game, they'll the company will release a DLC which will have a true ending in. That's that's one of the game, gaming industry's favourite things to do nowadays is a true ending DLC. Fuck off. Put your ending in the fucking game. Don't expect someone to pay another 20, 30 quid for a DLC to know how the fucking story ends. That's just stupidity and laziness and ridiculous. Yeah. Is that right? That's going to wrap up this week, so we're getting carried away. So if you're going to take anything away from this episode, when you're finished listening to work, don't forget to follow on all our uh, socials. So we've got Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, apparently, and Facebook. And anyway, you just type in Taken Off Air, you can find where, including our website, which I believe is still currently down under maintenance. But I think hopefully it's still that'll down. be sorted soon. Uh, if there's anything you take away from this, we're, we're sorry you turned into a game and rant, but when you come off here, download Warframe, have a good time. It's completely free. I'm going to openly promote it because it is, it is a fun little game. Get your copy of Call of Duty. <laughs> and I'm not saying do this if it's a digital copy, but get your copy of Call of Duty, write a little note in there to Activision, tell them they owe you 50 quid, have a shit in the Call of Duty box and email it and mail it to them. Because that's what they're doing to you every time you buy that game. Yeah, we're not even yeah. going to start and on the fact that a game still costs the same amount, don't, it's fucking, or don't, even more when it's digital. Don't do that. If, don't box. do that if it's a digital download. Don't shit in your disc tray. That'll ruin your console. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Consumer well, advice, Kyle. Like, we don't do it right. Yeah. Like, like we say, <laughs> not sponsored by Warframe or anything like that. But actually, tell us what games you love that are free to play or. A games where everything you can unlock, you can unlock via just playing the game and grinding through it. Tell us those types of games because they are the best types of games. We want to lord over those types of games because they are the best. They are the ones that actually care about their communities, yeah. that actually care about their fan base and the gamer base and all that sort of thing. So, and do you know like, what they are? They are the kind of games where I will think, you know what, I do quite like that outfit, or I do quite like that skin for that gun, or I do quite like that character, and it's only two or three quid, so I will buy. Because this is the other thing as well, though, the transactions on Warframe, you can buy like one or two things at a time, but it's only like a quid or something. You can literally, like you said, for Call of Duty or things, buy things that's one gun skin and a couple of calling cards and it's like a fiver. Yeah. So what? What? So what? Everybody... What? 
yeah, uh, the the the, the free to play fun games like that. I don't beg for money constantly, and I don't try and force microtransactions down your throat. I don't lock content behind bare paywalls. Are the kind of games that I'll think, you know what, I've got a couple of quid spare, I'll buy that because I quite like this game and I will support the publisher. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Support the smaller publishers, support the good publishers. Fuck places like EA and stuff where they're just trying to cash cow money and stuff like that. Support the support the companies that are actually good to the player base and actually care about their product and care about the people and care about the people that play it. They, I have I I have multi, on multiple occasions looked at games that are massive AAA studios and make a fucking fortune off games and DLCs and thought, why the fuck are they releasing a hoodie that's got two letters on and it costs seventy quid because it's theirs? But at the same time, I have bought a £20 thing, a £20 notebook or whatever, from a smaller studio that released a game and then decided, okay, we're going to put some merch to the side as well. They only had two or three bits of merch because they didn't expect to sell much because they're just a smoller studio. They released a game, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I went and I thought, you know what, I'm going to support them, I'm going to go and get something from their store because I want to show my support. The game was basically free or it was cheap as chips. I think they deserve a little bit more. I, I want to see them release something else. So yeah. everybody support the little guy. It's like our version of saying go local and all that sort of stuff. Support the little guy. Support yeah, the company. Fuck you, that yeah, are good fuck and you Activision. Now we're going to go and play FIFA record. <laughs> go, go and su- go and support the studios that support you. Basically, go and yeah. help the studios that actually care. And to those studios that actually care, and to all the little game studios that grind away, and it's usually only four or five people in a room grinding away, putting in hundreds of hours making this game for people to play. Thank you. You are the saints of the gaming world, and you deserve far more than you ever get. So thank you very much. Unless you and get I'm a talk- big contract talking- with a company like EA, in which case, fuck you as well. I'm talking to people <laughs> like the like the people that have made things like Subnautica and all that sort of yes. stuff. Subnautica yeah. is known worldwide now, but it started as a small project. Thank you to people like that who have a dream, make a product, and don't milk the living shit out of it. And thank you very much to all of you guys for listening to our stupidity and rants this week. <laughs> It thank has you been to Char- a pleasure. Thank you to Charlie Cleveland. Why Charlie Cleveland? He's the guy who designed Subnautica. Ah yes, thank you to I Charlie Cleveland. I knew his name Cleveland. would be there somewhere, but I couldn't find him. Thank you to everybody. It has been a yeah. pleasure, and we will see you all hopefully next week. There might be one more over next week. We're not sure. There, there will because Jordan isn't at work, so I'm going to grab him on kicking and screaming. Fantastic! So We're going to go three, and kidnap but... Jordan. And on that note, I'm going to go and get the duct tape and we're going to go and grab them. See you later. Bye! Can I click end now?